What's up, YouTube and Welcome to Lords of the Longbox presents the cover price top 10. How you guys doing? It's July 12th. This is for the week ending July 10th. Holy cow. In the midst of summer, uh, things are going nuts. Uh, so um, I've watched Stranger Things and uh, I loved it. And the finale was just fucking metal as hell. Um, and I won't play it, the clip, because there's spoilers in it. But it got me going down a rabbit hole. I found this gem. So while you guys are congregating, turn up your amps to 11. That's a nod to a movie, <laughs> if you guys know. Yeah, Put on man. some headphones, turn up the bass, turn up the treble, whatever you got to do. And enjoy a little bit of uh, two minutes to late night. Um, you'll mm. see a weird, uh, interesting pattern on these songs. So sit back, relax. from a, a YouTube channel called Two Minutes to Late Night. Uh, it's a whole, it's a six minute thing that just takes, uh, do you remember like those compilation CDs called This Is What I Call the 90s yeah, Club songs? Yeah, or Jock Jams, something like that. So they mm -hmm. took it and they just 
Remember made those commercials? it metal as <laughs> fuck. So uh, I'll drop the link in here so you guys can watch it uh, after you watch the Lord. So but, that's uh, the one good thing that came out of COVID, the pandemic, was as those cool like in-home mashups where everybody plays and they put together a cool song. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, but they yeah, uh, yeah, but they also have some other cool stuff. So check out two minutes to midnight. Um yo, that you know, if that's the way to get a party started. You know what I'm saying? Dark Side Jedi, say what's good to the people. Hey, Tuesday. Let's get in this top eleven, baby. Um, Let's do it. Justin, say yeah. what's good. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Tuesday night lords cover price, top ten. Let's rock and roll. Let's do this. Once again, the show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. Sign up for a two-week free trial or $6.99 a month, and you can uh, get this here top 10 list, the shakers, the uh, movers, and the shakers that we do every Thursday at 6 p.m. If you're joining us new, we go live every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m., so hit that sub and notification so you don't miss out. We also uh, put it up on podcasts wherever you consume your audio podcasts. Our friends over at Key Collectibles at Facebook.com, Instagram.com, forward slash Key Collectibles. For all your CGC pressing, CGC submission pressing, facilitating needs. Uh, also, our friends over at myslabs.com. Uh, myslabs offers a, a high end uh, seller now, uh, 0% seller fees for books over $60,000. So I'm ready to throw my $60,000 book mm-hmm. on there. I'm going to go dig uh, through my long boxes and see if yeah. I can pull out a $60,000 book. Also, check out our friends at the Geek Swag Shop. It's, you know, T-shirt weather for most of y'all. You know, it's summertime, so head over there if you want some uh, Lord's shirts. They got some. I know people have been asking because when I posted that picture of uh, some of us wearing Lord's shirts, you can't get the red shirt, though. It's a variant. Sorry, boys and girls. Once again, this is the cover price top 10. As usual, there's one that doesn't quite break the top 10, but it's worth an honorable mention. And uh, you know what? It's a... it's the return of 2021 was the year of punchline and miles was it once again she's back boys and girls what really year of the villain hell arisen number three from dc comics back in 2020 so punchline is back and she's spearheading a new series called punchline the gotham game launching sometime in october november ish this news quickly caused her first appearance to pick up in value. It looks like DC has bigger plans for this femme fatale. We tracked 17 copies last week, seven day uptrend of 105% and at a high sale of $150 for a CGC 9.8. Yeah. I've been kind of remember. I, I don't know. I, I, I pondered this the other day. I, I don't know if it was on here and I was like, what happened to punchline? I mean, punchline. She's was, in my, she's in all my boxes. I've got her all of her. I, took, yeah. I, took I, have, I have a bunch of effort, but remember it was all the rage then it just, yeah. just kind of way so uh she's on the she's in the backup stories right now for joker that just ended so they had that joker 15 issue run i wonder if they're gonna i wonder if she's gonna show up in the new harley quinn uh season animated mm, series yeah too yeah. early i think but you maybe think so maybe why not all right so I don't know. Uh, it seems like a show is... that would be good to have her and i don't know whatever bring her live action shit. bring her you're the villain. Hell arisen number three. Wow, blast from the past. I've seen this book. Right, let's get right to it. What to the top ten, boys and girls? What do we got for number ten, Ryan? Well, it's Black Panther number three, and Tosin officially and finally appeared in Black Panther number seven, holding on to a spot in our top ten. Once again, fans are picking up his first appearance in Black Panther number three, though they really never stopped. We're eager to see the uh, continued development of one of the hottest new Marvel characters. And this week, we tracked 24 copies, a seven-day uptrend of 103%, and a high sale 
of $117 for a CGC 9.8. And you can get a raw copy for around 56 bucks. Get out I'd there. I'd be curious to see if there's any uh, fire uh, beyond the <clears throat> smoke of this. Because uh, San Diego Comic-Con is literally, what, uh, July, the weekend of July 24th, I know, because that's yep. my birthday. But... Uh, mm-hmm. July 22nd, I believe, is one, or actually Wednesday. So 22nd is Friday, 19th. So um, Hall H, though, is Saturday. So be curious to see if there's a Tosin announcement. Um, you know, if those, if they are, if these are people just buying these up just out of pure speculation. But we shall see, boys and girls. Number 10 on the list is Black Panther number three. What do we got for number nine? No way. 1990s no. is here with X Men number one, but cover D with Magneto on it. So this one has been moving steadily over the past six months while many comic experts report numerous big numbers suffering from slower sales. Buyers have turned to the cheaper books. This is definitely a key issue. Of course, the iconic series by uh, Chris Claremont and Jim Lee massively changed modern Marvel comics. doesn't hurt that these covers are extremely awesome as well as this fantastic Magneto one. Uh, with the X-Men 97 a year away with the, and the iconic theme Appearing in the Multiverse of Madness, fans are grabbing up this issue for the Master of Magnetism. Last week, track 25 copies sold, seven-day uptrends of 111%, and had a high sale of $104 for a CGC 9.8 with current raw fair market values of about 17 bucks. I don't know what the exact print runs of this, but I know there are a lot. Six billion, <laughs> it was six billion like, probably. Yeah, about it, was, it was a ton of it, and it was, I think, maybe the first modern book that really like went full on with variants. So there was like a ton of variants and uh, I, you guys are going to hate me for this, but look at the Chris Claremont documentary <laughs> and how he, uh, Chris Claremont kind of blames Jim oh, Lee man. for, yes, um, for not being on the book anymore. Uh, Cause you know, uh, but just, just watch it. It's a great thing. I mean, you know, once, you know, like me, I finished The Boys, I finished Stranger Things, I finished Umbrella Academy, I finished everything, so it's like, you know, you need new things to watch, go check you, that Chris out. Chris Claremont um, was a old school dude who was about the story, not about yeah. the money, the, so. Yeah, yeah. Fame, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was upset that they brought him back. Well, he was really upset with uh, Jim Shooter when they brought back um, yeah. Gene Grey and X-Factor. You know, because, yeah. you know, Chris Cramer's like, look, I didn't kill a character. They want, I want them to remain dead. And, uh, you know, very, like, uh, like Frank, a lot of old school guys like Frank Miller. Books, though, when they're dead. Yeah. So uh, X-Men number one, the cover D Magneto variant coming in at number nine. Wow. Did not expect that. So uh, more uh, unexpectedness. Yeah. Dr. Doom number one. And for such an amazing character and villain, this incredible, it's incredible that it took, until 2019 for Dr. Doom to receive his first solo series. Um, yet here we are, and here he is on the top 10 with Reed Richards appearing in the MCU and a Fantastic Four film on the horizon. Their greatest foe is not far behind, fingers crossed. Uh, rumors have been swirling around the <clears throat> excuse me, evil or maybe just power-driven narcissist doctor joining the MCU for a while. MCU... Writer Eric Pearson noted how he wanted to bring Latveria into the MCU in Black Widow. That's before the most recent story regarding Howard Stern and a particular film. Uh, regardless, it's good to see. We tracked 13 copies sold this week. It had a high, or it had a uh, seven-day uptrend of 213% and a high sale of 140 bucks for a CGC 9.8. And you can get it raw for about 13 bucks. 
if I recall correctly, I think it was an episode of Moonlight where people really started speculating when he uh, popped up and there was a castle and there was a guy shooting at him and people were saying that was Doctor oh, Doom's yeah. castle. Do you remember that? I mean, that was yeah, the first the, one, first episode. Yeah, that, so uh, I'd be curious to see uh, where that goes. But um, I, you know, I have a feeling Holly, you know, Marvel's gonna be because I was wrong. I thought D twenty three, and then you know, uh, you know. Star Wars Day and all that other stuff, but hey, they're like, you know what? We want to make a splash at Hall H. It's good to see both DC and Marvel having a panels at Hall H. It's just like a, a pre-pandemic. Um, so uh, enjoy it while you can, boys and girls. So number <laughs> yeah. eight on the list, Doctor Doom, number one from 2019. All right, let's move on. What do we got for number seven? We'll bring on the variants for this one. A Force number one from Marvel 2015, the one in 25 ratio variant by Stephanie Hans. Uh, so being mindful of any Thor Love and Thunder spoilers, this book is trending out of the film's release. We'll leave it up here for now, but don't worry. We'll come back next week when folks, folks have actually caught up of watching it. But last week, 19 copies sold last week. Unbelievably crazy. Seven-day uptrend of 148% with a high sale of 325 for a CGC 9.8 with the current raw fair market value is about 154 bucks for this one. Wow. I don't know. Raw Very for odd. 54 bucks. Interesting. This specific book. I I can't believe it. They had I posted today on Top Variant Tuesday, the one in fifty. Yeah, I saw yours. I saw yours. Yeah. I'm gonna I, I think I have the other I have one. the raw regular cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but with She Hulk uh, on it. Yeah, it's curious to see, you know, where they're going with this. But the, I mean, not to spoil anything, but the end of uh Thor Love and Thunder when uh particular cosmic entity shows up i was like wow they actually went there uh not to giving away any spoilers i meant uh, i think the spoil well, you know probably next week we start talking spoilers you know so uh a force number one stephanie hans killing it back then 2006 stephanie hans and uh who's the other guy that i was just talking about last week um um dotson or who was it uh were you know One's the forebears before, like all the rose beshes and Mo peach and mochas. Oh, right. Were, yeah. Well, Stephanie Hans is a girl, right? A female, yeah. right? That's mm -hmm. like, because I remember one time I was like, people ripped me apart because, you know, it was a dude that had a girl's <laughs> name. It was like, it was one of those names that it's like Chris. It could be a man or a woman. So I was like, <laughs> you know, so, but Stephanie Hans is definitely female. So number seven on the list is A Force number one, the Stephanie Hans one in 25 variant for 325 for 9.8. Pretty dope cover, too. I dig it. What do we have? I can't believe we haven't had any 8 billion genies yet. Do we have it for number six? Oh, no. Uh, uh, it's Batman 125. This is the jock. Foil 1 in 50 variant. And DC spoiled the community by ringing in the introduction of the villain Failsafe with numerous fantastic back covers, specifically with Jock crushing this 1 in 50 variant. The vibrant yellow background is reminiscent of past Batman emblems, with Jock depicting the Dark Knight as he appears in Criminal's Nightmares. Fans have loved it. And we tracked 29 copies sold, 7-day uptick, of 101% and a high sale of $70 and 38 or $77.38 for a raw copy. And you can get yours for around 56 bucks. Yeah. So in the world of comics, anytime there's a new Batman character or Spider-Man character guaranteed to be hot, right? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. organically hot, you know, as opposed to everything else, you know, uh, 
you know so uh, you know it's it's it, we haven't had batman modern batman book on here for a while and now we oh, have two this is I, I mean, well hell isn't well you know that's still a batman it's batman adjacent. i think I, if i'm not mistaken i think this was on the shakers list on thursday last week not on our actual list but when we went in yeah after the fact i th- remember asking to go to this book so wow awesome yeah, because, you know, the the thing about DC is they don't do a ton of variants uh, compared to Marvel. Marvel, you know, they overdo it with variants. So, you know, it's, you know on the on the DC side, they don't do many variants, especially one at 50. And then you the one it's a foil variant. Come on now. You got to get foil. We love the foil. We love the gimmicky covers. I don't care what you like. Bring back all the holograms and die cut covers and everything. I'm all about it, man. Yeah, so man. Uh, halfway through there, boys and girls, let's hear from our sponsor, My Slabs. You're tired of paying 10, 15, 20% or more? Join at 1% Revolutionist. The platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlabs.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com. The low fee marketplace by collectors for collectors. Uh, yeah, we just got blipped. Yeah, blipped. Yeah, I think Justin. We got blipped, man. We lost Justin. Yeah, his computer just died. Yeah. Uh, so I'll try to help you out, Ryan. So uh, who just uh, you just read that one? Yeah, let's go. I got it, man. I can. I can Uh, go. You know, are you sure? Sure. It's, it's a lot of pressure. It's fine. You know, so I, I, I can like do it. I, I feel right. I feel positive you in myself. You feel the force in you? I do. All right. Do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. What do we got for number five, Ryan? <laughs> well, hey, I just talked about Batman 125, but this is cover M. This is the failsafe design variant. And as noted, this issue features the first appearance of the new villain failsafe. It also has numerous variants, um, all by the industry's best artists. And they are all fantastic. Jim Lee and Alex Garner both deliver awesome high-ratio covers. However, those are quite costly. And when it comes down to it, this open order variant is the only cover to feature fail-safe on it. We tracked 38 copies sold. It had a seven-day uptick of 81% and had a high sale of $22 for a raw copy. And you can find one for about 16 bucks. So there you go. So you know, first appearance of failsafe, but this is the first cover appearance. And as we yeah. go, as we've gone through the pandemic and everything, and collecting has changed a bit. People have gone from first appearances to first cover appearances, first meetings. As I say, ad nauseum, read the tea leaves, boys and girls. All right. So number five on the list is Batman number one twenty-five. All right. Is it time to rub the magic lamp, Ryan? So, I think we're ready. With 8 Billion Genies, number one. This is the Bird City. Shout out to Bird City Comics. Uh, Shout out Trish to Lauren crew over there. They gone next right after us, but go ahead. Yeah, man. This is the Super Mario 3 homage, and this was actually limited to 500 copies. I think Tim, you might have 
obtain one of the 500. You may see a post later tonight for Top Variant Tuesday. Awesome. Awesome. Congratulations. Eight billion genies has continued turning up the hype. This Mario homage from uh, Bird City Comics, drawn by Tris Forstner of Stray Dogs, leveled up last week with 13 copies sold, a seven-day uptick of 255%, and a high sale of $275 for a raw copy. Wow. Yep, you heard it right, $275 for raw. Wow. Congratulations <clears throat> to uh, Very our congratulations. friends over at uh, Near Nirvana um, and uh, Nerd City, uh, Nerds, or Bird City Comics. Yeah. Um, killing it in the, in, the, in the variant game with exclusives. And this is the second week in a row this book has been here. And I don't see it going anywhere because no. it's at number four. So uh, shout out up. to them, man. The, um, stick this... After the show, you'll be routed over to their live show tonight. Check them out. Support the the girls of Near Nirvana. They do a great job. So number four on the list is 8 Billion Genies. Number one, the Trish Forstner Bird City Super Mario 3 homage variant. You know, that's kind of like, you know, you know we, we on the Shaker Show and probably this show, but more so on the Shaker Show, right? We've always seen these kind of NES books that have just yeah. been blown up. Actually, any video game book. Hell, we had Sonic the Hedgehog uh, Sonic, on, on uh, here before. We've had it's just Zelda. We've had yeah, um, Mario, of course. Um, yeah, a lot of that stuff, man. Yeah, still waiting for the uh, like, uh, you know. Um, I was just thinking I about see, like, what's Metroid that? or something. Yeah, Metroid. Oh my god. Oh my. How many hours I spent? And then my at the gosh. end of the game, I was like, "Whoa, it's a girl!" Oops, spoiler. Anyway. Oh, uh, <laughs> all right. What do we got for number three, Brian? Spectacular Spider-Man Annual Number Four from good old 1984 when the Detroit Tigers won the World Series. <laughs> In the opening issue <laughs> of the Iron Cat series, we learned the woman's identity under the armor. Oh wow! Speaking of Samus, I mean, it's not her, but. The reveal is a blast from the past in the form of Tamara Blake. This reveal has spiked interest in her first appearance in this issue of Spectacular Spider-Man, annual number four. And we tracked 25 copies sold this week. It had a seven-day uptick of 184% and a high sale of 51 bucks for a raw copy. And you can get wow. it for $25 for fair market value. So there you go. So now it's, you know... You know, the first time the character appears, not so much the character as the, you know, the villain or the hero. So, you know, it's just read the tea leaves, boys and girls. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Spectacular Spider-Man, anyone number four coming in at numero trace. All right. What do we got for number two? This should be no surprise. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Hercules. Hercules number one from back in 1982. And again, spoilers and such. If you've managed to avoid the internet of late outside our awesome list here congratulations and like many other fans dive into some cool comic history with this book as they push hercules to our number two spot we tracked 33 copies sold and had a seven day trend of 259 percent and a high sale of 100 or i'm sorry 450 dollars for a cgc 9.8 and uh, we see Raw's routinely selling around 30 bucks, but uh, yeah. fair market value is currently up to about 19. Yeah, I posted the first appearance of them in, uh, I think, Thor Annual number something one or two or something like that. Uh, I mean, that book is getting pricey, but this is great. And once again, Bob Layton, um, one of the coolest people you'll meet. Like, you know, they said never meet, you know, one of your, but, you know, the I heroes, met him. Right. 
Yeah, he's a great cat. When if I met him at a con and you talked up, he didn't charge to you know sign books, and he was just talking about Iron Man and all this other stuff. He has, he's, you know, he's underrated, man. He's had a long illustrious career, as I say. But just look at that cover, man, Hercules, awesome. Hercules. Love it. And that's very comic accurate. To um, I won't spoil it for you, but I mean, it shouldn't. We've said it on here. We had it on a long-term spec list. But as soon as you saw Zeus was going to be in Thor, Love, and Thunder, you should have put two and two together. You should have read the tea leaves, brewed it, drank it, and then brewed it again, drank it some more, and brewed it again, and then bought everything. So, you know, you know, so uh, you shouldn't have any FOMO on this once you knew yeah. Zeus was going to be in Thor, Love, and Thunder uh, without giving it away much. But number two on the list is Hercules, number one, one of the earliest uh, Marvel miniseries from 1982. Uh, nowadays, they're all over the place, but back then, you know, it was it was what uh, there weren't so many. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, first, I think the first ever was Contest of the Champions was a three issue miniseries that you know obviously um, you know featured almost every damn character in the Marvel universe. But number two on the list is Hercules. Number one, nine point eight for four hundred fifty bones. Good Lord, have mercy! All right, if you uh, everybody's been asking. Uh, it's got. Are we rubbing the lamp one last time, Ryan? Are we rubbing it? I'm are rubbing, rubbing it, it right now. You can't see right. it, but I'm rubbing it. Rub it off. I'm rubbing it. Okay, this is eight billion genies number one. That is the number one spot this week, and it's uh, standard cover is a rare number one spot repeater. And Amazon's recent announcement regarding this book makes it no wonder we see it on a repeat. This book would inevitably appear on more people's radars as media coverage has grown, letting the far corners of the community know what they're missing with this fantastic story. We tracked 78 uh, copies, more than last week's 70, if you're keeping track. Um, and it had a seven-day uptick of 123% and a high sale of 26 bucks for a raw copy. Yeah, so it's been optioned. Uh, somebody asked earlier, you know, uh, why you know it's blowing up. It's been optioned, and in the year two thousand, in the year two thousand, if you guys remember that skit, me and Ryan are probably old enough to remember Conan O'Brien's in the year two thousand skits. But um, nowadays, when things get optioned, they blow up, uh, especially a periodical such as the Hollywood Reporter or or uh, Variety. You know, you know, announces it. Um, you know, so it'd be curious to see where they're going to go from here. Um, but yeah, get it now before it comes out. So, you know, there's yeah, you know, Charles soul is a stud. I mean, he's a great writer. Yeah. In talking to people that I know that are in, you know, in, in Hollywood, you know, there are tons and tons of things that are in the pipeline. I mean, Hollywood is really starting to look for IP in the comic book realm. So, uh, you know, I mean, you know, like I, we always say, everybody's chasing to be the next Walking Dead, number one. Um, speaking of which, uh, Sean Kirkman, no, rela no relation to Robert Kirkman, I think his name is, is Sean Kirkman, um, got his uh, locker broken, his uh, his uh, storage broken into, and he posted a picture of it, and they stole a bunch of like Walking Dead stuff. Um, I think it's Sean Kirkman. Anyway. Um, it's a special works... place in hell for people who steal comics. Yeah. And the dude didn't even have a mask or anything on it. I was like, you know. My, the criminal mind in me was like, says, look, dude, you could wear a mask nowadays and nobody would trip. You know, like if in 2018, if you're wearing a mask walking around, people are like, what the hell is he doing? But nowadays, right. you know, criminals deserve to get caught. You know, if you're not wearing it, well, criminals deserve to get caught regardless. But you see what I'm getting at, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, right. when, you know, especially well, now, there's there's another, it's, it's like drunk driving. 
you yeah, got Uber and Lyft and on and, and all exactly. sorts of stuff these days. Like, and there's cameras everywhere. It's amazing how it's it's like cameras are everywhere. Um, and that's why that that movie Black Phone works so well because it takes place in like um, uh, I think the 70s or 80s, right? You know, the best films that you could do for horror or thriller are films when there was no technology, right? Because you can't trace people by phones and all that other stuff. But uh, uh, check out Black Phone. It is a fucking great movie. Ethan Hawke. I was just really telling cool. my son the other day because he likes to go up to the mall and meet his friends and stuff. <clears throat> and I was telling him how back in the day we would use self, or, um, pay phones to call our parents collect. And then when it said, you know, when you would have to say your name, you'd say, pick us, come pick us up. So then it would say... You have a collect call from, and it would say, "Come pick us up." You would never right, use a dime. Yeah. You would never use a dime, baby. Yeah, yep. back then, boys and girls, a payphone cost a dime, and then it costs a quarter. <laughs> now, you'd be hard pressed to find a. a, a I don't payphone. even think they exist anymore. I've never I haven't seen one locally actually, anywhere. At our at our community pool, but it doesn't work. I don't know why it's still there, <laughs> but it, it's there though. I mean, you know. Like, you know, now if Superman would come out, remember Superman used to change inside of, uh, yeah. uh, of a phone pay booth. phone booth. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you remember that girls. movie, uh, Phone Booth? Or was it, was, it, was it called Phone Booth with... Uh, yeah. What's his name? Good old what's his name? Uh, he played Punisher? It. Yeah. No, no, no. No, he no, played, no, no uh, not Punisher. Um, um, Bullseye. He, he played Bullseye. Bullseye, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The played Irish Penguin. Man. Can't think of yeah, his yeah, name. Yeah. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, yeah. That was a good one. Bring back the payphones. I mean, I don't want to say how sketchy this is, but you know, back in the day, yeah, you know, that's how we used to get our <clears throat> our things. You know, you paid somebody and they would call you back at a cell phone, but that's you know, right. that's neither here nor there. You're off. The, You're more off the grid back then. Yeah, payphones have went the way of Star Sixty Nine. <laughs> For those who don't remember Star Sixty Nine, you miss a call, you put Star Sixty Nine and call it right back. Uh, now we have things where people actually tell you when it's a scam on your phone. Uh, hey, boys and girls, thanks for joining us, Dark Side Jenna. Any last words? Hey, great list. Tuesday nights are always a blast to see what everybody's buying up this the, from the week previous. So hey, join us on Thursday. We're gonna have that shake of the show. Yep, we'll be back on Thursday for the cover price shakers of the week. Uh, until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in the long boxes. Stick around. You'll be redirected to Nearing Nirvana. Go uh, peep them out. Go support the females in our uh, hobby, man. They're uh, doing their thing. So uh, peace out.